Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. This is Audrey. I'm Amberin. And we are Trials of the TBR. Woo, and what a TBR it is. Oh, yeah. I've added more books to my list, mainly because people keep telling me to read some of them. And I'm like, okay. And then I blame you because I have the Libby app now. And I swear <laughs> we are not paid by Libby if you're listening. I know I talk about it all the time, but it's just, I really like free books. It's- such a good app it really is I read and I know we talked about this our last trip to Barnes and Noble together with the rainbow mm-hmm. revel mm-hmm. Um, I read fangirl Ooh, did you like it in one day <laughs> um and for me that's a big deal I don't it takes me a couple days usually to read a book but it was really cute some of the excerpts from like either her fan fiction or the book that the fan fiction was about was a little confusing because it's like you don't have the context itself uh-huh. um but I liked how spoiler if you haven't read it and it's on your TBR as her relationship with her sister is progressing throughout the story the excerpts from the fan fiction kind of mirrors it Mm-hmm. so I think they did so I guess that's not really a spoiler but um so but that it's, was it's kind of how it reflects it like her yeah own. it was cute that was really cute um I liked it I kind of wish the books that it was about were a series like I know that her fan fiction she wrote became like another book by Rainbow mm-hmm. but like I also kind of want like the actual book like like, I get that the fan fiction was written into books in real life, but I also kind of want to know, like, what the actual book is. Like, I want both. Right. Like, but I absolutely love, like, the the spinoff of Fangirl is, um, or spinoff or, like, the, the book that stems from it is called Carry On. Um, and I want to read that one now. But that was her I, fan fiction that she's writing the whole time in the book. Yeah. And I honestly, I loved it. I love the trilogy because it's carry on. And the second book is Wayward Son. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and the third book is Anyway, the Wind Blows. Oh, my goodness. Like, yes, please continue with this line of naming your book titles. I absolutely love it. And I didn't realize she also has another book that's been on my TBR for a while. It's like Eleanor and Park or something like that. Yeah. That one's been on my TBR for a while. So I need to get into that one too. I like her writing. It's, it's, she's good. And then I'm still waiting from the Libby app. Um, another, another one of Jasmine's books. Jasmine Guillory I talk about these people like they're my best friends Jasmine's <laughs> book uh, <laughs> I mean we all do it's totally fine um I just finished oh added I added like I don't know 20 more to my online TBR list of books and then I was trying to go to the bookstore today to get three or four new releases that came out for April. Um, but I didn't have time. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll just go tomorrow and stock up on 
everything that I need to get for this month. It's like, great. There's more. I went to Barnes and Noble actually over the weekend with my sister and I got my policeman because I have to read that before the movie mm-hmm. comes out because Harry Styles has full control of my life without even knowing who I am. And <laughs> I got, what was the other book I got? Um, oh, Daisy Jones from oh, Taylor Reed. Yeah, I got another one of her books. My One of my coworkers said that she was reading that or had read it or something. And it has connections to Celia St. James from Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So I want to read the next one so I can see that. Um, so yeah, that, oh, but at the bookstore, it was so fun. These two girls came up to us and they're like, we want to ask a stranger like to give us a book recommendation. And I was standing in front of like the book talk wall. And most of the books we've been reading have been coming from Book Talk. And I was like, okay, well, what are you looking for? And she's like, oh, anything. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because like, I'm not going to like recommend something that's like super cutesy if you're like super dark and twisty because, and I know no one else knows what I'm talking about, but you know that the the tender flesh or the flesh is tender Mm -hmm. book that I was recommended that yeah. was on the wall. And I was like, I heard that one's really twisty. I just bought that one myself. So if you're looking for like extra twisty, like he said, it was really disturbing twisty. She's like, okay, maybe not that. I was like, okay, see, this is why I wanted to know what you wanted. And then, so I'm going through like the whole TBR. I'm like, well, the unhoneymooners, blah, 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 blah. And seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Da, 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 da. And I'm just going off. And she's like, but you really like seven husbands. I was like, me and my friend both gave it fives, like hands down one of our favorite books. And so they mm-hmm. both bought that one. And I was like, yes, yeah. I somebody today. Here's the funny part. Um, so apparently my neighborhood has a book club, like a monthly book club. Cute. So I, was like, well, I didn't know this. I would like to join. Apparently it started like a couple of years ago, um, but they haven't obviously with COVID, they haven't been meeting as much. So they finally started it back up and they're like, who wants to join? I'm like me. And so I go and I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what book they're reading because I got to catch up. And they read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. That was perfect timing for you. I was like, um, hi, so I have a podcast and this is the book we covered. <laughs> Look at that. That's wild. There, I think, oh my gosh. Um, I think what we're reading next is another like a mystery thriller. Um, I'll have to catch the name of it. Um, but we meet like once a month, like the first Tuesday of the month and like bring it's BYOB and sit there for two, three hours and talk about the book and everything else under the sun. Oh my so, gosh, I love that. I love that. I'm just like, yes, I need this in my life. Thank you. And it's like that social interaction that like everybody's missing because of COVID. Yeah. There's so many clubs in my neighborhood. It's ridiculous. There's a poker club. There's a walking club. There's a book club, a mom's group, whatever. So I'm like, I can't wait to be a real adult and have a neighborhood and join a club in my neighborhood. <laughs> Until then, you can catch me at my apartment pool. I mean, I feel like a, I feel like I get imposter syndrome once in a while. I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, is this part of my life? Right I now? feel like I have imposter syndrome a lot lately. <laughs> so it's fine. Everything's fine. This school year has given me imposter syndrome for some reason but it's fine we'll get through it 
All right, let's get into this, this, these weeks, <laughs> these last two weeks book. This was your pick. This was my pick because it's National Poetry Month. So, and it's been forever since I've read like a whole poetry book. So I'm like, let's do this one. And wow, I didn't realize it was kind of. So now know. looking back at the title, Homebody, feel like that should have given away some of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I, I didn't know what I was expecting going in, but it was not that, I guess. No. Okay. I'm, so, I'm glad you're on the same page as me. I'm not sure if we're, well, okay. Maybe we're in the same chapter. I'm not sure if we're on the same page. I did. I did. You'd be proud. Um, if you remember from last episode, we talked about like post-its. I put post-its Ooh, nice. and I got the clear ones because they came in like really handy for some of like my favorites, like my absolute favorites, I like wrote on it, but because it's a clear post-it, it's not really on it. And it just makes my little heart happy. I was literally thinking about it today. I'm like, I need to get my clear post-it so I can mark stuff up. Yes. <laughs> so those came in, but Office Depot didn't have post-it brand. So I got Office Depot brand, which was like a dollar. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, anyway, back to the book. Which one was your favorite out of all of them? Was there one line that stuck out to you the most? So there wasn't so much a favorite, po- well, okay, I guess I have a couple favorite poems. I think my mm-hmm. favorite section, however, was rest. I literally wrote one post-it that said most relatable chapter um and my notes on it were like all about self-worth anxiety is not the end all um that's something I personally struggle with a lot like I'll just you know especially on like really bad days um now the one so the one from from 108 108 what was 108 108 was it's called be here. Yes. Be here. I get so lost in where I want to go. I forget that the place I'm in is already quite magical. That's absolutely something I relate to. I'm always like, Oh my God, I need this. I have to get here. Like stop. You're where you were trying to be at some point. Enjoy Mm -hmm. this for a second and not a literal second. Like let's enjoy it. Right. And that's literally what that whole rest chapter is about. It's like just being productive, but being in the moment, but, you know, letting it go and just being present. And then to get real dark and kind of expose myself, 47. Um, 47. Yeah, 47. This 40, this one was from mind. Now I will say mind got mind and what was the other one mind it was mind mind and heart were a little possibly trigger warnings if people have ever had yeah any type of assault or things like that um which i kind of wish the book had 
but I also kind of am not very good at looking up what we're reading. I'm just like, oh, the internet said this is a really good book, so I'm going to read it. Um, it so does, don't I mean, do that with this book. <laughs> no, it covers a lot of things like abuse. And I mean, okay, let's let me just put like a trigger warning right here for this little section that I'm about to say, but it covers things like abuse and domestic violence mm-hmm. and um sexual assault and stuff like that so be and aware when you physical abuse read. but also kind of mental abuse like mental herself and, and like partners yes there's like one liner poems kind of that like caught my attention um there's one it's on it's like the second page of Awake and it's called, or it's on page 132 and it says, you can't quiet a woman who was born muzzled. Oh, I remember reading that when I was like, dang. I, I don't know, that one just resonated. Yeah, and then you look at page, and I'm not gonna read this cause it's a little weird, but then you look at like, you have something nice and deep like that. And then on 133, uh, yeah that was a little that was a little weird follow up with <laughs> I mean I get where she's I get where that one's coming from too like I like that one too but like I don't know something about 132's like that whole thing is like you can't she she knows how to be quiet now she knows how to rage yeah I I really liked it I really honestly I enjoyed this like it took me I didn't read it in one sitting So I kind of like went back um, maybe like a day, I read some and then went back and read another few pages or whatever. But like I took my time reading this just to get like every poem's or try and get at least every poem's impact a little, you know? Yeah, no. And that's, I knew I was going to want to do annotation. So I do think if you're not a huge annotation person, this is a good book to try and start getting into because there is a lot to unpack. And it is, there were there were some that were like emotionally draining and I was like, ooh. Like- there, that, Yeah, there's some that even with like very simple lines and very simple words, you're just like sitting there after you read that little thing and you're just like, okay, I need to recover. Yeah, like uh, this one. I have never known anything more quietly loud than anxiety. And that's like, how many, how much does that resonate with people that suffer through anxiety? Right. I mean, it was some of this, I was like, I don't need to be called out today. And then some of it's (laughs) like, I mean, you're not wrong. Right. It's like, I, I needed to, I needed to read that right now. Like that would help me. I will say mind was probably, it gets, I, I guess like it, it kind of goes through like all the stages. You go from like super dark to kind of not fluffy, but like not as bad mm-hmm. to like, it's all going to be okay. And I feel like the last one, um, I think it's heart and I'm, it's awake. I feel like awake is the most, and the notes that I put on it. Mm-hmm. Um, much more, there was some more political aspects in that chapter. I feel like, um, talking about like, you know, you can't and more, not necessarily political, but feminist, um, 
strength yeah. knocking down the walls of and there's some things that she's like knocked down the walls of society and also like knocked down the walls within your own home and um like the one she says um not your convenient figurehead on 150 she says i'm not um i'm not interested in a feminism that thinks simply placing women at the top of oppressive systems is progressive yeah, and then like the one next to it, the future world of our dreams can't be built on the corruptions of the past. Like when I say political, I'm not saying like, you know, Republican, Democrat, liberal, Green Party, whatever your association yeah. is. It's more like realizing there's issues in society, in the politics that have happened and, you know, unfortunately a lot of how our society works are because of laws in the past like yes today women can vote but women mm -hmm. didn't get the right to vote to the 1920s so right. that's literally less than 100 years that women have been able to vote so you can't you have to look at the some of the politics when it comes to like the feminine issues that she's talking about and right. talking about the oppression like we can't keep looking back at the oppression we need to you have to change this. You can't keep building on these things that are meant to push people down. And so I would say awake is probably the most politically it's the most social. <laughs> it's, it's a woke chapter. Um, I like the one where she writes. Um, and it's just like, just about herself, I guess, or about anybody. On 174, it's like, there are miracles in me waiting their turn to happen. I am never giving up on myself. And it's things like that. I'm like, mm, that's some deep feelings that I don't <laughs> want to deal with right now. So this is not a book I would say, like, read lightly. I wouldn't say it's yeah. a lighthearted book. Like, if you are struggling with anything anxiety self-doubt self-worth um depression any type of ptsd from any type of past trauma like this isn't i this is not something you can read in two hours because you like i mentally know that i had to walk away from this book at some points and it was you know i know i'm not I don't have the story other people have. And for me to have to walk away and knowing that there are people out there that have gone through more than I have, I know this book isn't going to be easy for them. Yeah, no, there's definitely like some poems and I won't go into detail about them now, yeah, but some poems where I'm just like, I read it and I'm like, I need a break. I need to go watch something super cute or just get my mind off of that because then it just takes me back to what I experienced and I'm just like I don't want to deal with this right now and it's like mm -hmm. I I think like offline you and I could really get into this and like cry it out and all of that um but strangers on the internet don't need to know all my life and how I relate to some of these poems more than others yeah, yeah. now well, this on a on a technical stance um I'm not a big poetry person so in general, I knew this was going to be a hard read for me without even knowing the context. Um, and I guess I'm just so much more used to like Shel Silverstein and like doctors right. where everything rhymes. So that was also a little hard for me because nothing rhymed. Some of her bigger poems did, 
like right but it's not like every poem had a rhyming sequence it wasn't like a b a b kind of poems or anything like that so it was more kind of like it remind her writing style reminds me more and again i'm not a big poetry person so i mean zero disrespect um more of like haiku types where like haiku doesn't rhyme and it's more of like how many syllables are in each line and I I don't see a syllable count with her so I'm not saying it is haiku but I mean it in the sense that like there's not really a rhyme it's more like um like free form of poetry like like you're writing your thoughts down but it's considered a poem because it's like a certain number of words are in it or syllables are in it or whatever yeah but it's style poetry is what it is and and I love that I just wasn't (laughs) I'm not used to poetry, so I'm not used to free form poetry, but right. all I could picture the whole time, like when, you know, I'm trying to take myself out of the book and like disassociate from the disassociation happening while I read, um, I'm just like in a coffee shop, like, yeah, like saying some of the words to try and just like power through some of the poems, like, you know, like those like movie, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Yes. Okay. So remember when. I want to say it's like season, it's probably season seven because April's around mm-hmm. and April goes to Philly for her class trip and Luke goes with her and Luke goes to Jess's bookstore and Rory ends up being at book Jess's bookstore because Jess wrote some book. Like that's what I was picturing, but maybe a little dark. Okay. So maybe not like, like kind of like that, like someone in a corner, like reading, but also kind of like, did you watch Ginny and Georgia on Netflix? I haven't seen all of it. Did you see like I've the seen- slam poetry episode that dad takes the daughter to? No, but I've, I mean, I've seen slam poetry stuff. So. Okay. That's also what I picture like slam poet, like yeah. that kind of like when I was trying to like get out of my head while still reading this, <laughs> I was like slam poetry in a coffee shop corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this was just, on top of it being a hard emotional read, it was also just a harder read, but not in the sense like, oh my gosh, what are we saying? More in the sense of like, this is just outside of my comfort zone. Not bad, just different. Right. It, and like, I mean, I'm, I've, like I said, I haven't read poetry in a while. I wanted to get back into reading poetry. Um, and I read, I didn't, I read her book like Milk and Honey. So I should have expected this with Homebody, but it's been a while since I read it so I'm like let me go back and get back into it so like reading it I was just like I understand the way she's like writing it technically speaking and whatnot uh but there are like certain poems in there which is like at least for me trigger warning for me is I was like I need to I gotta step back yeah and then come back to it it was a bit yeah it was a bit Um, But it was nice when I put it into my story graph. I now have my first nonfiction book of the year. So now my story graph now has an extra little bubble mark. I tried to import my Goodreads into my story graph and it wouldn't do it. Why? I don't know. It wouldn't like work. So now I have to figure out some other way to do it or just literally spend an entire night putting in everything I've read. Maybe I'll just do it for this year. I'll just start this year's. Yeah, you could do that. And it's That's still like Dang. 70 something books to add. <laughs> I'm over here at like 13 and you're like, oh, that's 70. Cool. 
no, I, okay. Officially, I think I'm at, uh, oh no, 60, 63, 63 60 for the year. For the year already? Yeah. I'm officially at 14 for the year. Cause one, I'm still reading. That's awesome. Well, it's been a while. I don't it's one, of, it's like a reread. So it's like, I know what happens. And I, it's just like for when I'm not in the mood to read other things, then I pick I, back up. I, when I was uh, in Vegas for the concert, um, I took a book with me and I had my phone obviously with my Libya, but I didn't want to read anything new because I wanted to like focus on what I was doing and being at the concert. So I just reread like a few books, two or three books. So I was like, I can't count those because I already read them. So all of my Goodreads that I do count are all new books that I've read for the year. Oh my God. So I don't count my rereads. <laughs> now I know Storygraph does count like your rereads in a different area. A different area? Okay. I think it does. Okay. I'll, I'll have to. So if, if, I, if I counted all of my rereads, along with my new no reads, I don't want to know I, that number it'd be close to like I don't know 100 maybe <laughs> my goal this year was like I think in Goodreads I made my goal 30 and I'm trying to push it to be at like 35 and you're over here already at 100 cool 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 my 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 Goodreads goal is 200 for this year didn't you end up reading over like 370 books last year? I, I read, yeah, I read 316, 369, 367 to 369, all new books. So I didn't count my rereads. <laughs> I'm going to be counting my rereads in my total yearbook because, yeah. That still counts as reading. I'll keep, I'll keep a separate tally of all the rereads that I do. And then at the end of the year, I'll just count like, these are the books I read, like all the books that were new to the new to me books that I read, add that to my rereads and I'll see what like, I guess the official count is, but that's how I, I do my good reads. It's like just new books that I haven't counted before. Cause I read them already. <laughs> You're crazy. I know I have an issue. I have problems. No, you don't have problems. I meant crazy in a good way, not crazy in a bad way. We don't, I don't put know, ourselves my... down. Did you not learn anything from this book? We don't put ourselves <laughs> down. I don't Embrace know. I yourself. To talk to my mom about that because uh, she's tired of me getting new books every Yeah, my husband's not always happy. Sometimes I hide books and then I'll pull them out like three months later. Like, how'd that end up here? And I put it. The book fairy dropped them off. Yeah. I still have a pile of books I need to go take to half price books. Oh, that's a, that's a good day. Yeah. I've been avoiding it. But also like it's far from me now, like at least. The nearest half price books to me from my house is like a 20 minute drive. Dang. Um, yeah, but like the nearest Barnes and Noble is like 
15 minutes. So I'm like, I'll just go to Barnes and Noble. Well, I also use, I use a lot of apps. Um, I also use the fetch rewards app and I get it. Like you scan your receipts and it, Mm -hmm. one of the rewards you can claim after you get so many points is a Barnes and Noble gift card. So that's how I get some of my books. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Okay. Don't worry. I got you. What rating would you give our pick, our first April pick? I think I gave it like a three only because I'm not super comfortable with poetry, but that's a me issue. And it was a little darker than I was wanting, but I don't know if even if I was like in a mood to have a darker emotional read, I would change that rating because... It's just, it's a deep book and, you know, it's hard to give a deep book of, in my opinion, it's hard to give a deep book a five because you're not like, for me, a five is like, I want to reread this. I'm going to recommend this to everyone. I think everyone will love this. And like, that's why with the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I'm like, I think everybody's going to love this. This is easily top, top pick. It's a five. Yeah. This book, because I wouldn't do that with everyone, because I would have to gauge the audience of who's asking. Um, and I can't guarantee I would want to reread this within a the rest of this calendar year. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a higher number. So that's why I'm giving it like a three. It's not a bad book. It is a great book. It is not for everybody. So it's not going to be a, a five. What about you? I agree. I would give it, I would give it a three and a half. Okay. Uh, I still like, it's not, it gripped me in certain times, like certain poems. Mm-hmm. Um, but would I willingly read it again, like pick it up and read it again, the whole thing? No, I might go back and like imitate and like get a few of the poems out of out of there so I can have them like have them written down somewhere um and yeah kind of like you said like I wouldn't if somebody asks like oh give me a great poetry book I'm like okay well if you're feeling some type of way here's this but don't just read it just to read it like this yeah. is not a book where you can sit there and read it's like let me read this poetry book no you're gonna you have to be in a certain mood to read this one yes no for sure and it's not something you can easily just like, like, yes, it's a short book. It's like a hundred and some pages. And some of the poems, like we said, are like one sentence long, but they're, it's heavy. One sentence can have a deep impact and makes you think for like a day or two. So yeah, no, for sure. It's not a hard read. It's not hard read as in like, it's, you're going to sit there and try to like, what is this author trying to say? No, she clearly states what she's trying to say. Like you understand. I don't think we've read any other author that has been as clear as (laughs) Miss Carr here has been with her point. It is a very clear message. This is, this is what I'm saying. So well. So it's not like it's a hard book. It's just the subject matter can be triggering to some people. There has to be at least some sort of trigger warning when you're reading it. So um, I, yeah, I would give it a three and a half. We're pretty close. 
so far we've only had one book where we both did fives so yeah. or had the same rating but we've, we've been close a couple of times yep so. what's our next pick so i'm thinking we should stick with the non-fiction route Okay. Um, and I, I want you to pick out of my picks because I was looking at my bookshelf. No, no, they're both very similar. I can't decide. I think we, you and I discussed like off mic doing Killing Kennedy by Bill O'Reilly, but then I realized, I think I kind of want to do Killing Lincoln. Okay, let's go with that. But would you be mad? Cause we, I know we talked about Kennedy off screen. No, because I, both of those are really interesting people. So I'm excited to read about both of them. So if you, I mean, at one point I'll read both of them. So if you want to do Killing Lincoln, I just really hope they're good. Well, I'm really nervous. It. Like what if I pick, I mean, it's a number one New York best-selling author. So like, it's not going to be bad, but. But what if, I mean, what if it, it does, just because it's the number one best-selling author or book, doesn't mean it's the right book for you. I know that's what stresses me out about picking out books and I don't really read what it's about. I just pick it because people <laughs> tell me to. And okay, well, somebody told me to. <laughs> okay, let's go with, we here, here, I have a coin. We can do a coin toss. Heads it's Lincoln, tails it's Kennedy. Sound, can we can, what I'm just gonna say can we pick something else that doesn't have a head on it because they both got a... <laughs> no it's very very appropriate okay <laughs> okay <laughs> all right here i go Ooh. and it's heads it's lincoln all right so our next book to go with the nonfiction route is going to be Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard with Killing Lincoln, the shocking assassination that changed America forever. Woo! I mean, for the book, not the actual event. Uh, no, boo that he got assassinated, but yay, it's a book. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Be I've been meaning to read it, so I'm glad. I'm on a nonfiction kick. Kick. Um, I generally tend to avoid nonfiction like the plague unless it's something to do with true crime or murders and serial killers and stuff like and that. This is so true crime. It is true crime and it is historical, which I love all of them. So let's go. I'm you know, excited. I was talking to my husband the other night. And I don't know how we got on this topic, but somehow he was like, I don't understand why. Oh, I think we were watching Dairy Girls on Netflix, which if you haven't watched, it's hilarious, but it is not for children. No. And we were talking about the Protestants and the Catholics. He's like, I don't understand why they always have all these issues. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, so what you really have to do, you kind of have to go back to Henry VIII if we're just going to focus on the UK. But if you want to talk about like all over, we could look at the Huguenots and Frank. And he's like, please stop talking. I was like, excuse <laughs> me. He's like, I've checked out of this conversation. I'm like, it was your question. 
he was like i know but this this has become way too much like i mean i went on for like 30 minutes so i'll be honest it was probably a bit excessive but it's like that's not a simple cut and dry question no because that's if you want to know about why they are the way they are we gotta look at it historically and it's a huge thing historically and it still is unfortunately in some areas like religion i feel like and i'm not trying to get super deep today but like religion i feel like is always it's always going to be a super huge thing with because it's something people are so passionate about yes whether it's in an you know there's extremes in every whatever i'm not trying to make anything any type of way but but yeah you're right there's extremes and all and all of it so it's gonna happen yeah so Uh, oh dairy girls but yes okay i'm excited i'm making i'm I'm, we're doing killing lincoln yeah i'm excited we're gonna have another nonfiction historical read my grandpa would be proud he's always reading nonfiction historical reads and he always gives me a hard time. He'll be like, well, what did you read? I'm like, so this time I read, he's like, that that doesn't sound like a good book. I'm like, oh no, it was really good. They fell in love in the end. And he was like, people don't always fall in love in the end. I'm like, well, grandpa, look at who you're talking to. I know. Um, but that's what like a lot of times, well, a lot of my parents' friends before, they're like, why do you, what do you read? And I told them, this is kind of like some of those genres that I read. And they're like, but why it doesn't teach you anything and I'm like I'm reading to escape my life one of my co-workers we were talking about how many books I've been reading and he's like oh so you don't read any historical books I'm like history is all I do all day when I'm trying to read I'm trying to escape from all of this like I'm reading articles all day I'm reading passages first you know primary sources secondary sources da 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 I don't necessarily else want to go home and read all of that again and read all of that again or or different now yes like I understand history is different and you can have different da, 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 and but sometimes it's like okay I had enough I had enough I'm, I'm good today so sure. but you know what I'm glad I'm glad I'm mixing it up being Me good too. readers yes I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll have to either check it out or see if the half price books has it, which they half probably price do. Books should, because that's where I got my copy. I guess for sure I'm going to the bookstore tomorrow. But there it is. <laughs> now what I has have been one good know. thing this week? One good thing this week. Um, it hasn't happened yet. But, well, I guess one good thing that has happened, my, it was just fun. My kid and I went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, how um, was it? It was cute. Honestly, it was kind of funny. It was cute. Okay. And I just, like, I was gone for three days. And apparently he missed me a lot. Oh. Um, was kind of, like, mopey around the house. So I'm like, okay, Monday, we'll, I'll pick you up after school. And we'll go and watch a movie. And we can hang. And when we came home, um, my parents were home and they were like, oh, look who's some, like, he's more chipper. He's like got a spring oh, in his step. Cute. And I'm like, 
yeah I guess he's just excited about this movie my mom's like no he just literally spent the whole day with you so it's like Aww. okay so that was a that was a cute thing and then my I've got my cousin's birthday this weekend so we're going out Saturday Fun. excited that's exciting what about you um I guess my one good thing was we always call it sister sleepover. It's when my sister comes over and sleeps over and we go and like do something like just her and I, and that's when we went to the bookstore and everything. So that was, that was really good. And then an upcoming good thing. It's not, well, this weekend I'm actually seeing one of my friends I haven't seen in probably a year. Um, nope more because I don't think I ever saw her while she was pregnant and now she has like a three-month-old so it's been a minute um so I'm really excited to see her and the baby on Saturday yeah so I'm excited for that yay yay for excited things yeah all right well everybody hope you enjoyed this (laughs) these last couple weeks poetry and I Hope you're ready for some more nonfiction with Killing Kennedy. Um, it'll be good. It'll be a good read. It'll be a, it'll be a good departure from this po- poetry and stuff too. Let's talk about some assassination. Have a great day, everybody. Keep reading. Um, Keep adding your TBR. Add and read so you can take some off. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's an endless vicious cycle. We'll never get over it. No. Guess we'll just do this forever and ever and ever. Forever. <laughs> Happy reading, everyone. Bye. Bye.